0: Welcome to DaHua Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Here we are offering you the constructional Chinese history and what's the thoughts, origins, and background knowledge behind the stories. We also provide several Chinese vocabularies related with the story to help you understand and memorize. Let's get started!
1: Hi everyone, I'm Jill, the co-host and a Chinese language teacher of DaHua Chinese. Hi everyone. I'm Caroline. I'm the founder of Da Hua Chinese. Today, we're going to talk about an essential person in Chinese history. His name was Huang Di.
0: If you heard the last episode, we mentioned the Huang Di is actually the younger brother of the Shen Shi, right? Um the the uh, the main character of last episode. So yeah, the Huangdi is very very important in Chinese history. He won two big wars and became the ancestor of all the wise and able kings. They are named Wu Di, which is the five most influential kings in the legendary era. So Confucius worshipped so much during the period that the San Huang Wu Di ruled the people. Wait. Who are San Huang Wu Di? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There are many different versions of the team, you know. They are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they are actually including like 10. but, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because Chinese mythology is actually not a complete system, but they adopt by many different ways of saying it. So, it's hard to really categorize who is the San Huang Hu Di and who is not. But roughly to say, they are the, um, all the prehistoric, um, abled, and kind kings. And uh, they are including like Nu Wa, Fu Xi Shi, Sui Ren Shi, Shen Nong Shi, Yan Di, Huang Di, all the figures that we talked about before. And also this episode, Huang Di, right? And some of their descendant kings are all included in different versions of Sao <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: yeah, but I think it's okay since it is only the mythology. For me, that's the fun part. Let's get into the keywords of Huang Ti. They are Shen, Shen, God, and Zihui, Hui means wisdom, and Da. 打仗, means to fight. So
0: we mentioned in the second episode, Nuwa, she is a goddess, Nu Shen, and the meaning of Nu uh, not just like Venus, Nu <laughs> Shen, and also can indicate beautiful girls uh, as Nu Shen, and if we want to indicate handsome guys that we admire so much, is Nan Shen as well. So the Shen is actually more indicating in Taiwan, more like Jesus Christ, right? I guess so. So like in Taoism temple we always call our gods like Shenming. So um for those gods like Ma Zhu, Tu or Tai Shen Yeah we pray in the temple, we all call them Shenming.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So thank you for recalling for us. And next word is 智慧, 智慧, Wisdom. We describe a person who is wisdom or wise. We say 有智慧, 有智慧. de ren. It means he is a wise man or woman. Please take note that 智慧 normally work with 有, to have. So you can remember wisdom or wise as 有智慧. hmm. 你是有智慧的人吗? 谢谢我是。okay.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. 有智慧 is a very high praise in
1: Chinese language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last one is Da Zhang means to fight. This fight is between countries, not the one with your classmates or friends. Oh, exactly. So, the character
0: Zhang means a person taking a weapon. So, Da Zhang means
1: they are using the weapon to fight. Yep, if you're interested in how the Zhang in ancient Chinese look like, you can click the link below and join our Facebook page to see and get more understanding.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we have the three words, which is the Shen, the God. 智慧, Wisdom, and Zhang Fight. Now let's get into the story.
2: Who were the decedent of Yan Di and Huang Di, so-called Yan Huang generations? Huang Di was full of wisdom, that he became a tribal leader at the age of 15. There were many tribes in China at that time, according to legend because Huangdi was full of wisdom and paid close attention to ruling his tribe, the tribe gradually became harmonious and peaceful. As a result, he influenced the surrounding tribes who surrendered to him. At that time, Yan Di, the leader of another large tribe, took the lead in suppressing the people, and many princes rebelled against him and joined Huangdi. Finally, Huangdi and Yan Di fought in the Banquan wilderness. The Battle of Banquan ended with the victory of Huangdi. Yan Di not only surrendered to Huangdi but also helped him develop agriculture. Since then, these two tribes have merged, and their descendants were known as the Yanhuang Generations. What a significant merger! Why did Shi Yu get into a battle with Huangdi? There was still one large tribe in the East after Huangdi united the Chinese nation. The people of the tribe were tough and skilled fighters. The leader of the tribe was violent and often led his people to harass other tribes. According to legend, he could summon not only wind and rain but also ghosts and god to aid him in battle. He also transformed bronze into powerful weapons. No one dared to challenge him. On the other hand, was a military expert that full of wisdom, He was so clever that he trained Beats to fight for him. According to legend, he also invented the chariot, the earliest car in China. In Chinese, car was referred to as because referred to the carriage and the tent and referred to the shaft of the car. The two Chinese characters together represented the vehicle as a result, he was given the name Xunyun Huangdi. Besides the chariot, his ministers invented bows and arrows. They were all powerful weapons. When Shiyo declared war on the world, he began by attacking the tribe of Yan Di. When Yan failed, he sought assistance from Huangdi. Did Huangdi also lose? How did Huang Di defeat Shi The right person can even get help from heaven. Huang Di led people to fight Da against Shi But despite his mighty weapons, he was unable to win right away. Battles would end in a draw due to their equal strength. When they were stuck in a stalemate, Huang Di looked to the sky for help. Suddenly, something magical happened. The heavens sent Jiu Tian a female Chinese mythological god, Shen, to help. She had the head of a human and the body of a bird. She approached, riding on a phoenix with clouds as rains. She gave not only Huang military tactics but also sacred talismans to aid him in defeating Shi Huang Di, of course, subjugated and established his authority over China. Apart from the battles, Huang Di, who full of wisdom, asked one of his ministers to create Chinese characters. People could use the characters to record events for society's knowledge to be passed down. Huang Di also asked his wife to raise silkworms and use silk to make clothing. Furthermore, he was the first person known in history to ascend to heaven, earning him the title of the ancestor of Taoism. Until now, generations of people have admired Huangdi.
1: The Huangdi holds a high status in Chinese history. Even his military victories were believed to be the result of heaven's will, Tian Ming with the assistance of a goddess, Shen?
0: Yeah, this is what Confucianism referred to us as, as heaven's mandate, Ming. So Confucius believed that the succession of rulers was not entirely within human control. If a ruler lacked morality, they would lose the support of Tian the sky, and those Tian the sky supports would naturally become emperors and kings, while those whom Tian the sky didn't support would decline and perish. This explanation has been commonly used to legitimize new regimes replacing old ones in Chinese history.
1: Why do you say Tian the sky but not the heaven? So like
0: actually the concept of the Tian is slightly different from the heaven we know in English, but by destiny that is about morality, behavior, and people's willingness in Confucianism. So like Confucius once said, he doesn't like to talk about anything like spiritual, magical things. So for him, those destiny is actually formed by his morality or behavior. So that's not that deeply connected
1: with the God, Shen. I see. So it's more about destiny. But I think those who can achieve great things or become leaders are unique. As I imagine, they can be wise, yo zhi hui, and can anticipate problems, have foresight and insights, and see the essence of the problem which enable them to solve problems quickly. Oh, this is
0: actually the concept of traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi, and this concept is also created by the Huangdi.
1: Hmm. Leadership to traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi. What is the connection? Okay. The
0: fundamental book of traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi, is called The Yellow Emperor's Inner Classic, Huang Di Nei Jing. It records conversation between the Huang Di and his ministers and covers medical knowledge, experience, and alchemy. In ancient China, many people were fond of alchemy and would consume the heavy metals they refined and when they died people would say that they had become immortal and became a god. Shen. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it actually helps the invention of the gunpowder. <laughs> so it also includes techniques on sexual health to strengthen the body. They mentioned that we must take care of our bodies in our daily lives, like what we said in the leadership, to have the insight and foresight and eliminate potential health risks before we get sick. In order to prevent future illnesses, so, you know, curing our body somehow is more like the leading a team, something like this, And this concept is similar to leading predicting potential
1: crisis in the future and taking action in advance. Actually, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi, is quite mysterious to me. Needles are inserted into acupoints, herbs are consumed, and the body improves.
0: (laughs) What? No, that's not that easy. Did you go to see Chinese medicine
1: zhong yi doctors before? Not that much. I encounter Western medicine more frequently. I heard that traditional Chinese medicine zhong requires a prolonged period of recuperation. Normally, I go to see a Chinese medicine zhong yi
0: to see the doctor, yi sheng, right? Kan Kan sheng. So I only go to see the doctor in Western medicine when I feel like I'm about to die. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, that's more quick, right? Faster than the traditional. You can be here like more efficiency. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 exactly. So um, Chinese medicine, zhong yi, the doctors, yi sheng often tell you to come back for follow-up visits and recommend uh, various treatments, which can sound like they are trying to cheat you out of your money. (laughs) However, in the long run, Chinese medicine, zhong yi can help boost your immune system. That is the wisdom, zhi of our ancient
1: Chinese people. All right. Since I don't have much experience with Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi, could you tell us more about it? Sure. So like Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi mainly
0: focuses on balancing the different energies within your body. The food you eat, your daily routine, and lifestyle habits can all create different types of energy within your body, such as excessive heat, dampness, cold or wind, which can make you feel uncomfortable. Therefore, we classify food into different temperature categories to balance your body temperature, inflammation, and sweating. Can you give us an example? Okay. Um, For example, there are some constitution categories that show what your body temperature tends to be like. My body tends to have excessive dampness and heat, so I often sweat easily when sitting down in summer and feel thirsty and dry in my mouth, making me want to drink lots of water or eat ice cream (laughs) or drink soda. (laughs) Yeah, however, I should actually drink more barely tea because it can help lower my body temperature and flush out excess water from my body, reducing the
1: risk of swelling. That's amazing! You should eat more crabs because I heard that crabs are considered a cold food in Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi, which can help balance your body not necessary, it's not like I can balance
0: my body by buying lots of crabs from the market. If I eat cold food, I usually pair it with warmer food to balance the temperature changes in my body. For example, we may add
1: ginger and vinegar to help balance the crab. Okay, this is about food. Then, what about our daily routine? like Chinese moms or my mom always tell their children to go to bed early. Is there any explanation from Chinese medicine zhong yi as well? So it's about balance, according to Taoist philosophy,
0: so we should sleep at night when it's dark and work during the day to follow the laws of nature. Chinese medicine zhong yi believes that the human body follows the same daily rhythm as nature. For example, at 11 p.m., the body's energy is repairing the gallbladder system, and at 1 a.m., the body's energy is helping to repair the liver system. Therefore, staying up late can cause significant damage
1: to your body, according to Chinese medicine. I'm lucky that I get enough sleep and my body should be in good condition. So our partner Tina just mentioned something very interesting called
0: San Tie. It's a famous way of treating nasal allergies during the Qing Dynasty in China. Nasal allergies are considered a cold disease in traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi. So during the hottest three days of the year, they would grind certain herbs into a paste and apply it to specific acupuncture
1: points. That's really fascinating. Even disease had cold and hot categories. Yeah, they have temperature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the more I
0: heard, the more interested I became. Yeah, and actually many people believe that the Huangdi Neijing, the Yellow Emperor's inner classic, is not a real dialogue between the Huangdi and his
1: minister. Wait, why do you say this after we spend a whole episode discussing this? You should tell me earlier.
0: (laughs) It's quite interesting talking about Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi
1: after all. Okay, okay, I try to understand. It's like how French fries doesn't really come from France. So, can you tell us who was the Huangdi in the Huangdi Neijing? Yellow Emperor's Inner Classic. It's possible that later writers used the name
0: of the Huang Di to make the book more convincing and popular,
1: even though it wasn't actually written by him. So it's like a product endorser, but they forgot to tell the real Huang Di. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and they haven't paid him any money yet. It's such
1: a famous book; they should pay him a lot of money. <laughs> I never realized how famous the Huang Di was in traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi. I always thought his brother, Shen Nong Shi, also called Yan Di, was the superhero of Chinese medicine, Zhong yi.
0: Yeah, 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 he is. His brother also wrote a book called Shen Nong Bai Cao Jing, which is also a famous
1: work in traditional Chinese medicine, Zhong Yi. Please don't tell me he didn't actually write it either. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh. Fine. All right. That's all for today. If you have any experience with eating or drinking Chinese herbs to keep your health, feel free to share with us. We would like to hear from you. You can also join our Facebook page by clicking the link below. Also follow us on Instagram, Da Chinese. We'll have detailed information and vocabulary cards on there.
0: If you are interested in a clear framework of Chinese dynasty's historical background, art, and lifestyles in different period, don't forget to subscribe to
1: the podcast and give us five-star review. Wonderful. Let's see you in the group, as well as in the next episode of Daoha Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Bye-bye!